Spring Charathon on AFR. Hebrews 12.2 tells us to look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Call 877-616-2396 and make your pledge. Or give online at AFR.net. It's Spring Charathon on AFR, and we're looking to Jesus. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sherathon, the last day for the 10 to 12 o'clock shift. I'm talking Central Time on American Family Radio. And uh, I'm Tim Wildman. And let me introduce our panel, and then you can decide in two hours whether they're distinguished or not. Stellar. Uh, stellar panel. Stellar, distinguished. Uh, Ed Vitagliano, good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. I vote for distinguished. Do you, already? If, if that vote carries yeah. any any uh, weight at all, okay, folks, I'm looking for a distinguished vote. Yeah, uh, and and uh, AFA's got talent. That's the new show we've got. <laughs> AFA's got talent. Oh man! All right, Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. Yes, in two hours it'll be the extinguished panel. Yes. It well, extinct. Well, there in you two go. Two hours is a long okay. haul. Chris Woodward. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. So, in case you're wondering, that's four. Four voices you're going to hear. And we do have diversity. That's a big deal in America today, right? Yes, it is. So, we do have diversity mm-hmm. because uh, Fred represents our Canadian-American um, person. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's part of our diversity uh, on this panel. Ed's Italian-Greek-American. That's right. So, you got three That's right. going on here. And then, of course, uh, Chris Woodward and Tim Wildman, we're just Southern, Southern. white guys. <laughs> we're Southern white guys, so we complete the diversity. I, I um, will admit to being an equity hire. Yeah. So the AFA just said we don't have any Italian Greek uh, Italian Greeks in here, so this guy here, yeah. let's right. hire him. Right, right. Had, there was no quality or accomplishments no. <laughs> that, that led to my hire. You checked a box. I checked a box. And <laughs> not much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least I was born here, uh, Fred. <laughs> oh, wow, a little jab below the belt there from, from the Italian, Fred. Fred from the Italian Greek American. Uh, all right. So anyway, thanks for thanks for being with us. I want to acknowledge Brent Creeley, our producer, is mm-hmm. with us today as well. So uh, we're going to be here for the next hour and forty-seven minutes. It is last day of Sherathon. We are excited and. Uh, about what uh, the Lord has done through our listeners already so far during Sherathon. And we're still, what, eight hours away from, from uh, closing it out here. Ed, you want to tell our listeners what's what's been happening here? Yeah, absolutely. This is, uh, as you said, Tim, this is the third day of three days for our spring Sherathon, the theme for our spring 2022 Sherathon is looking to Jesus from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. So mm-hmm. this is how we uh, pay the bills and reload for the next six months. Uh, we get our resources and uh, the, the uh, all the uh, funds that we need to run the radio network, and that includes 
you know, the towers and satellite time and staff, all those sorts of things. And so for three days in the spring, we come to you and we say, uh, you're our partners and uh, we are asking you to uh, help us go on and preach the gospel and, uh, and help transform this nation over the next six months. So the number to call, if you want to partner with us in doing that is $150,000 match going on right now. What? Did you realize that? I did not. Yes. That's why I'm here. Okay. So <laughs> that's, that's go, has been going on all morning until 12 PM yeah. central time. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right. So that means yes. that, uh, up to $150,000. And I don't know how, how close we are. We got to find out how close we are to matching yes. to getting to that one fifty one hundred fifty thousand. but but uh, so, sorry so, to interrupt. No, so we had a donor or donors. They don't yeah, usually tell yeah. us how many contributed, and that money goes into a pot that is a challenge. So essentially, your gift is doubled. Yes. So Any it's matched. Up to $150,000. So if you give $100, it's $200. You give $200, it's $400. Right. Mm. 500 it's a thousand yes so there, there you go so the the number to do that to uh -huh. call in and to give is 877-616-2396 that number again is 877-616-2396 or you can give safely and securely online at afr.net yeah and so just make if you want to just make note when you call in hey i want this gift to go towards that match that hundred fifty thousand right. dollar match and, uh, you know, I'm going off the top of my head, so so uh, I don't know if I'm exactly right on this or not, but I'm looking at our total pledges as of right this minute for Sherathon, and we've just gone over 14,000 pledges. That represents families mm -hmm. for the most part, mm -hmm. 14,000. Uh, I, I want to say our record is somewhere around – Fourteen or fifteen thousand. I found out from Jim Stanley what the uh, money, the, the oh, fund do? total record is. Okay, why don't you tell In us our that? our fall Sherathon, so twenty twenty one fall, we were forty five thousand dollars shy of four million dollars for the fall Sherathon. By the time it ended. By the, the time it ended. Hmm. So we need to. I think we would want to hit at least four million today. We're at three million now. Yeah. So, so and, we and last strong. day, yes, last day is usually our best. Yeah. So we encourage people to give, and there is a hundred fifty thousand dollar challenge. They call it a challenge. Uh, essentially, the, the the funds are matched. And if somebody wants to call in and legitimately give a million dollars right now, we'll oh. just we'll just call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> huh? We'll just say we've set the record and and and. Uh, I don't know. If they give them, if someone calls in and gives a million dollars, we'll fly out there, Tim, and take them out to dinner. I don't, I don't I, care. If they, they might live in the Arctic. If they I wouldn't give care. us a million dollars. Hey, if I, they live in the Arctic, that shows how great of a reach we yeah. have. How about if we fly them here if they live in the <laughs> yeah. Arctic? Yeah, yeah. good point. Good if we want to give a million dollars, we'll go there and cook for them. Hey, that's we right. Won't I'll just make take my, them out to dinner. We'll make our specialties. I'll make my special uh, spaghetti sauce. Yes. Or as I called in, in New England, our uh, gravy. Famous I, meatball and sausage I'll gravy make, for your pasta? I'll make two hot dogs for them. You know what I'm saying? On the grill. All right, folks, talk about a challenge. On the grill. That's the million-dollar challenge we're putting out there. If you're, We well, will come to your... Cook you dinner. Cook you dinner. Hey, uh, seriously, uh, about 
a year, about two years ago, I got a letter, a handwritten letter in the mail. That's how my letters come. They're handwritten. <laughs> they come in the mail. Came to my desk and opened it up. Gen- or maybe somebody had opened it up for me. Anyway, gentlemen, um, hey, I, I support your ministry. I believe wholeheartedly what you guys are doing. <clears throat> I'm a 96-year-old veteran of World War II. Wow. And I want to donate a million dollars. Hmm to American Family Association, American wow. Family Radio. He said, he said, I'm a patriot. You guys are for God and country. I share your values. You're fighting. I want to help. So I thought, well, this is probably, I don't know. You never know. But, you know, is this a, some kind of a prank right. or something? Uh, nobody's ever written that kind of letter before. Yeah. So, But put, put his phone number on there. And um wasn't a Nigerian prince, was it? No, no, no. And I'm still waiting on on that money. <laughs> yes. And there's been about six of them. It's kind of oh a, yeah. I sent him the processing fees. Yeah, it's kind but of Nigeria can- appears to have a lot of money uh, floating around. I don't, know, I don't know how they all get my email, but right. I guess they share it among themselves. But anyway, so I uh, put his phone number on there. The back to my real yeah. story about real life, right? And uh, I called him from Texas. And he said, I'm serious. I would like to talk to you about how I'm going to do this in person. Right. So uh, Allison and I, my wife, we took a trek. Yeah. I said a trek. Yeah. From Tupelo to this town. I won't tell you where he lives, but it was out near Austin, Texas. And it's a, that's a hall right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm not complaining, right? Million dollars. Well, and the, the I'll f- make a haul. Yeah, <laughs> the fact the fact of the matter is that that's very rare. The, the 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 vast majority of the funds that come in to support American Family Radio comes from people who give twenty, twenty five, thirty dollars. That that has always, in a sense, been our our bread and butter. All we're saying is we do not discriminate, and if somebody gives a million dollars. We will also receive that with glad. Hearts. Absolutely. Can I finish my story? Oh, I thought you. I'm sorry. I thought. No, I was. I, I thought your already no, long was story a, was over. Well, I was about sixty-eight percent through. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, so, <laughs> Alice and I, we drive out there yeah. and meet with uh, this gentleman and his wife, lovely couple, indeed. Ninety. Right. I think he was ninety-six at the time. Veteran <clears throat> had been a. Uh, landowner and uh uh he owned a lot of properties that people paid him rent on yeah and uh so <clears throat> what i'm saying is he was a legitimate self-made millionaire okay yeah. over his lifetime in addition to being a world war ii veteran he right. had some fascinating stories to share which i just i could sit there and listen to the, mm-hmm. somebody somebody's 96 97 I could sit down and listen all day long to, right. their, to their whole life. I mean, it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. But the greatest generation, quite that you know, that lived through the 20th century for the yeah. most. So uh, anyway, so he gives he and his wife give now a monthly donation to it wasn't a it wasn't all at what time. Yeah. Uh, he, but it was he's giving a, a a monthly donation to American Family Association American Family Radio. 
until it gets to the million dollar mark. Yeah. Wow. So uh, however, how long that, that is, uh, mm-hmm. that takes mm-hmm. to accomplish with the given amount that he's uh, contributing each month. Yeah. But, uh, so anyway, so that, that has happened. That really happened. Yeah. That really. So that's only one time now. Right. In 40 years that I can remember that's happened where somebody yeah. wanted to give that much money at one time. Yeah. So I'm just saying there may be somebody listening right now who says uh, they want to give that kind of money. And I'm just saying that if that person's out there, you and I, Ed, will go and cook dinner <laughs> for them. <clears throat> right? Uh, if, if you ask my wife, she would probably recommend – uh, Take him out. Give money so that he doesn't cook. For oh, him. I got you. I <laughs> got you. I would be willing. I got you. Anyway, that's uh, you know, uh, that that uh, World War II generation is passing on. Yes. I mean, right. yes, because they're getting in their nineties now, right? Those who would have fought in the war, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So your your dad now is my dad. He he will turn ninety three this summer. And uh, now he he was uh, in uh, during Korea. Korea, okay. So the World War II generations pro- is ahead of him. They're ninety six, ninety eight, getting yeah. up to hundred. And my yeah. dad my dad joined the Marines in forty seven. So that was right after the uh, after the World War II group. Yeah. So. All right, uh, you're listening to Sherathon on American Family Radio. We said all that to say this. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody who's given. Uh, here to four. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. To a Sherathon. It is the uh, spring Sherathon, and we'll, we'll close it out this evening at 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, if you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net. Comments at AFR.net. I'm Tim with Ed, Fred, and Chris. Chris, go ahead. Well, the, uh, the back and forth between the state of Florida and Disney continues today, and I say that because the Florida State House of Representatives is voting today on legislation that would repeal a 56-year-old law that allows Disney to self-govern itself there in central Florida. An additional measure would also strip Disney of special protections from social media regulations approved last year and are now tied up in court. Everybody knows the story. Uh, but Disney is objecting to the parental rights and education law there in Florida. Governor DeSantis says this is a perfectly fine law. It went through the legislature. This is what the people want. Uh, and it looks like they are going to follow through today on this uh, bill uh, that the Senate approved yesterday overwhelmingly. Now it's the uh, Florida State House of Representatives' turn. And um, by all accounts, it seems they are going to approve this, which means it will be on Governor Ron DeSantis's desk at some point, maybe in the next day or so. Well, Disney, in my view, messed up here, the CEO. He, he said that this bill ought to be repealed, uh, this law. In the state of Florida, all this law does is, is say that uh, kindergartners through third grade cannot be uh, taught about sex in class. That's the essence of it. Mm-hmm. No gender, uh, you know, confusion therapy, no, I, 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 you know, no talk about uh, sexuality. Right. That's to be left to parents. And uh, Disney CEO said um, uh, the the Disney uh, LGBTQ, some of their employees and some outside groups, uh, entertainers, including Biden, the Biden administration, they said, no, this is the don't say gay bill. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is uh, discriminatory and, and hurtful and all this, which is a bunch of bunk, a bunch of garbage. All it did was say what I said earlier, just mm-hmm. says K through three can't talk. 
We don't want teachers talking to them about sex of any nature. Yep. Right. And, uh, and so Disney, the Disney CEO, you know, he started uh, apologizing mm-hmm. to the LGBT folks for not speaking out earlier. And then it turned from apologizing to groveling before them. Right. The CEO of Disney, Chip Chapek. Mm-hmm. Bob Chapek. And then it basically turned into, uh, he was basically crying. Not really, but begging their forgiveness for nothing. He almost went full, uh, uh, full on. Jen, Jen uh, Saki. Saki. So anyway, that's what this is all about. So now the state of Florida is saying, look, Mr. Disney CEO, uh, what we did was perfectly legitimate. The citizens of Florida, both Democrat and Republican, agree with this bill. We're not doing anything to say don't say gay. That if parents want to talk about their kids about gay and lesbian, that's up to them, but not in school. And uh, and also now now Florida is saying, state of Florida is saying, if Disney's going to get involved in politics and blast us, guess what? Two can play that game, and we're going to take away your special privileges mm-hmm. in the state of Florida for how you do business. Uh, which is you, you, which Disney has taken advantage of over these last five, four or five decades to, uh, to help them out, to help Disney out, and now this is going to be revoked if this law is passed, right? Because they, they Disney actually released a statement saying we want this repealed bi- this bill repealed, and we're going to do all kinds of work yeah. towards it. So, like you said, you want to get involved in politics. Right. Yeah. You so good. Good for uh, good for Governor DeSantis and the legislature of the state of Florida right. for for standing up for themselves. I Brad, do what do you think mention- about this? Oh, I'm sorry. No, absolutely. And I I still can't understand why the CEO of Disney decided to get involved with this. I, I guess as we've discussed before, it, it shows an irrational uh, type of why you're bowing the knee to a. Two to three percent group that makes up two to three percent of the population. Maybe why are we doing this? And I just, I just think it points to uh, the evil that's out there today. Yeah. Well, it was a total mischaracterization of what the law is. That's that, that's that, number one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's number one, which the media today is still doing. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still- can give you an example. Um, you know, they all refer to this as "Don't say gay bill." Uh, one example, and this is just one of many news outlets, but USA Today and their Things to Know Today publication that they put together every morning to kind of give you an idea of what's going to happen. Uh, literally, the headline says, Florida expected to pass punishment legislation after Disney criticized the Don't Say Gay Bill. It's not until six sentences down or six uh, lines down that they actually say the real name of the law. Yes. And then they go on to say again, which is also labeled the Don't Say Gay Law. Listen, yep. DeSantis is going to come out the winner on this. Yep. He, he's already coming out the he's winner. He's on a winning streak right now. Nationally, too. Yeah. Uh, I think America is ready for a hero like Ron DeSantis, who is willing to stand up, who I believe represents the values of the vast majority of I Americans. I agree with you, Fred. You know, and and I, I think the media, we condemn them, the the mainstream media, the left-wing media, needs to be condemned. They are going to lose on this. They are continuing to lose on this. Yeah. You know, Netflix is, I believe, about to go out of business. Yeah. Gary, our good friend Gary Bauer and go Washington woke, go broke. Is what they say was po- was pointing out yesterday. You know, Netflix they hire the Obamas, they hire yeah. Susan Rice, uh, they do a big 
positive thing on Ruth Gator Ginsburg. Yeah, no, nothing positive about conservatives. Nothing at or all. Christians, yeah. All right, so that's what has to be pointed yeah. out. And, and listen, it, I, Ron DeSantis, I don't know if he had any advisors, but they, they sat down and Ron DeSantis says, I don't care how big Disney is. That's what right. he said. He is. They are the biggest employer in Florida. Take that into the calculation. Are they really? They are the biggest employer. $75 billion economic impact. Yes. But he said, I don't care. I'm going to stand up for the parents. Right. I'm going to stand up for the five-year-old who doesn't need to be indoctrinated on this junk. And he didn't start the fight. Yes. The Disney CEO did. Yes. I'll tell you what Disney should do. Maybe Maybe this is going on. They should be meeting behind the scenes with Governor DeSantis, and they should say, uh, whoever whoever this would be, members of the board or whatever, we're firing Bob Chapik. He's going to be gone, and we will withdraw our com- com- complaint, and we will stay out of politics. We'll be neutral. We will be neutral if you will veto the bill. Right. That takes that. Right. That's to me. That's the smart business decision that Disney yeah. should make, and I think now they would face terrible backlash from the media. Oh yeah. From the LGBT. Uh, Q Hollywood community, crowd. Hollywood crowd. They'd all, you know, smash Disney, but Disney would gain favor with the average American who thinks, I think, figures that Disney made a big mistake here. Yeah. You're listening to American Family Radio. It's Sherathon. This is the Today's Issues Hour. Tim Hours, I guess you could say. Tim, Ed, Fred, and Chris, we thank you for listening. If you want to give a gift to American Family Radio, it will be doubled. Your gift will be doubled by another generous listener up to $150,000. So that's going on right now. So if you want to give now, you haven't given to Sherathon, you want to double your donation, right now is the time to call. Here's the phone number, 877-616-2396. I'll give that slower. 877 616 Two three nine six is the phone number. If you want to give online, go to afr.net, afr.net. Let's hear a listener testimony. Then we'll come back. Ed will tell you what our Sherathon premium is this time. Hi, um, my name is Melissa, calling from Kansas. And how much I appreciate listening to Abraham Hamilton at five o'clock. His good reminder of getting me ready to go home and to be a good disciple to my kids because I am tired at the end of the day. I have to work. I don't just stay home. So it's a great reminder every day to get me ready, mentally ready to serve my children. Really thank you for that. God bless. I love our listener testimonies. Folks, uh, our Spring Sherathon premium for this spring, again, the theme is Looking to Jesus, for a one-time gift of $150 or more, you will receive the It's My Turn collected radio spots of Don Wildman. That is a four-CD set. If you give a monthly gift of $30 or more, you become a Great Commission partner, by the way. That's what we call those who give monthly. And we do encourage you to give monthly if you can. It's simple for you to do it, uh, and it also helps us to help budget our income more efficiently, but for a monthly gift of $30 or more, you not only get the four CD set of It's My Turn, Mm -hmm. you will also receive the It's My Turn 
Don Wildman book. That is the transcribing of the radio spots that are in the CD set. It is in a very beautiful book collection. So that's for a monthly gift of $30 or more. The number to call if you want to give is 877-616-2396. All right. And that's some pretty I'm, loud drums right yeah. there. Come in on I, you. Well, I'm glad you heard it. I thought it was just in my head. Oh, it shocked me. <laughs> I thought it was the drum solo from that Phil Cullen song for a second. Oh, yeah. but, by the way, you can give online, folks, at AFR.net. AFR.net. Oh, good. I'm glad. I thought that was just in my head. I said, wow. Chris thought it was in the air tonight, didn't you, Chris? Yes. Thank you. Yes. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> All right. Uh, does this mean we have to take a break, Brent? Just what that means? Okay. <laughs> the break is being forced upon us uh, by the uh, music there. And we shall return momentarily with more of today's issues, Sherathon Edition. Hi folks, I'm Ray Pritchard. For the last few years, you've heard my voice on American Family Radio. I joined this ministry because I believe in our shared vision of transforming culture through biblical principles. We bring you news and information from a Christian point of view. We've made a lot of progress, but we all understand that we have a long way to go. We need your support more than ever because our nation's future hangs in the balance. I invite you to join me in supporting the American Family Association. Together, we can make a difference. Yes, my name is Pam Johnson from Arkansas, and your station has blessed me beyond compare. I have been discouraged um, listening to the news and uh, knowing that it isn't true, but not knowing all the facts. And you are such a blessing, all of your programs. Uh, you have no idea how you've encouraged me. I prepare a prayer time every week for our church, a little little group of ladies that pray for our nation, and it has informed and helped me um, in unbelievable ways. I try to share what I know with others and try to encourage them as well. So God bless you. Make a long story short, we had to drastically downsize our lifestyle, which also meant moving from the urban area that we loved down to his hometown of about 300 people. We couldn't even afford cable TV here, and I was, well, I was feeling pretty sorry for myself and lonely. But when I realized I could listen to y'all through the AFR app, it completely changed my perspective and attitude. Today's issues through the Hamilton Corner, and then so many informative weekend shows like Dan Markell's and Walker Wildman's and Frank Turret. I've, I've now began to look at this time not as a step backwards, but as God blessing me with this amazing opportunity to grow as a follower of Christ. It's Spring Sherathon on AFR. 877-616-2396 and make your pledge or give online at AFR.net. It's Spring Sherathon on AFR and we're looking to Jesus. Hey, welcome back everybody to Sherathon on American Family Radio. It's 1033. 
Almost 10.33 Central Time here in the good old U.S. of A. And this is our share on American Family Radio. We do this in the spring and the fall. Three days in the spring, three days in the fall, where we pass the virtual offering plate and ask you to make a contribution so we can stay on the air. And we'd like to grow, buy some more radio stations, uh, invest in our apps so that we can, um, you know, just reach, reach thousands and thousands of more. We're reaching more and more people all the time with American family radio. And that's one thing I would ask you to do. Tell your friends and family, good uh, people at your church, tell them about us because a lot of times people say, I just discovered you. And I'm going like, well, mm-hmm. we've been on the air for three years. You know, <laughs> and you know, where you been? Yeah. You know, they just haven't heard or they don't normally go to the FM radio dial or something like that. Yeah. So tell your friends and family. No. And, our testimonies and uh, our human resources vice president sent out a note yesterday from a lady who came to Mississippi. I think it was from Puerto Rico. Yes. Yes, I read that. And It was an email she sent us yesterday. Yes. And, and she just went scrolling uh, and looking for a station. And she came upon us and that she right. stuck with that station because nice. she used to l- listen to Christian radio where she in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. And she came to finish a PhD, I think it was at yeah. wow. one of the universities here. But I, I wrote our, uh, our, our uh, HR person back and I said, I love these testimonies. Yes. Yeah. And we need to hear more of those because yeah. there's so many. They have great stories to tell right. about how they came upon American Family Radio and what it means for them and their families. Yeah, Ed, you want to give that uh, premium, and then we're going to go. Then we're going to talk to Abe. Okay, sure. Here's uh, the Spring Shareathon premium for this uh, Shareathon, and here it is. So, for a one-time gift of one hundred and fifty dollars or more, you will receive the "It's My Turn" four CD set. Those are the collected radio spots of Don Wildman. You, if you've been listening to AFR for a long time, you know what I'm talking about. Those. It's my turn, and uh, man, these are just eternal truths in these short commentaries from the founder of this ministry, Brother Don Wildman. That is for a one-time gift of $150 or more. For a monthly gift of $30 or more, you become a Great Commission partner, and you will receive the It's My Turn 4 CD set, but also the It's My Turn book version of that. We have all those commentaries transcribed in a beautiful book, and uh, you don't have to wake up your husband or your wife listening to the CDs. You can read these commentaries, so that is for a monthly gift of $30 or more. And the number to call if you would like to give to American Family Radio during our share the number to call is 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396, or... You can go online and give safely and securely at AFR.net. Safely and securely? Safely and securely. Mm. I, I, I don't know. That's probably a little redundancy mm. built in there, but that's okay. It's, a, it's repetitively redundant it's, in a way. Yes, it is. Also, it kind of says the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. Overly excessive. Yes. <laughs> Overly excessive it he's uh, well played you can say that again i I always like it when i hear people say uh yeah they're they're uh they're over exaggerating (laughs) yes you know about their story right you know you can exaggerate right yeah but i guess now for a lot of people you can over over exaggerate over exaggerate yeah double your exaggeration yes i guess that's what that means all right uh 
We uh, are now joined, as we are well known most times on Wednesdays, uh, by Abraham Hamilton III. We talked some, usually some kind of legal issue because that's Abe's profession. He is our general counsel here at AFA and AFR, and he's also the host of the afternoon program from five to six o'clock Central, the Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III. And Abe joins us now. Good morning, Abe. Good morning. Uh, Abe, I wanted you to share, uh, we don't have a legal issue to talk about necessarily. You are, (laughs) in addition to being an attorney, you are a pastor. Um, Yes. So I wanted you to talk about, I guess, what, what we're doing here every day at AFA and AFR. Why, how does that square with what the Scripture says we're supposed to be doing as Christians, I guess? I'm going to ask it that way. Yeah, um, it, it, it squares very well, and if I can, I'll share a little bit of what I shared with our staff yesterday in our morning devotions. Um, that's one of the things I enjoy most about being at AFA, that we get to start our day every day, our work days, by turning our hearts and our minds to the Lord's Word. And so I really appreciate that, especially after working for a decade in corporate America where we did not do that. <laughs> Uh, that's one of my my favorite things about our our ministry. But in John chapter four, John, John chapter seventeen, verses fourteen through seventeen, this is a part of what's commonly described as Jesus's high priestly prayer, where he says, "This I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. You, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world." sanctify them in the truth your word is truth now it's interesting to note there that jesus and the scriptures i read first makes the definitive observation man the world is going to hate my disciples you know and the consequences for that hatred (laughs) he's saying this while he is en route to the cross okay so the consequences of that hatred will be you know it's a student is not above his teacher the world has hated me they will hate you But then he responds to that definitive observation by saying, but I'm not asking you to take them out of the world. Which seems to be like, wow. Um, And this came to me because of some listener calls on the Hamilton Corner and some conversations with believers who are looking at the things that are happening in our world. And some of them, frankly, uh, expressed to me that they were afraid, that they were afraid. And. Um, and that, that fear profession followed with, you know, expressions of Maranatha, which means, you know, Lord come, Lord come. Uh, but the Lord really convicted me to make sure that we as believers, that we have a whole cry of Maranatha. It is a right desire for believers to be in the, the fully manifested presence of God, where there's no sin, no death, no dying, no sickness, that, you know, unfettered communion with the Lord for eternity. That is a right desire. And we should have that desire. I've talked on my show before about the scripture in Thess- Thessalonians, where the Bible says that the Lord's return will be as a thief in the night, but it won't be as a thief in the night for the believer because the believer is looking for it. We're eagerly anticipating it. It's only thief-like for the unbeliever who are not expecting it to happen. But at the exact same time, if we are anchored in Christ and the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, the immediate corollary event that transpires is that we have an eternity-based love for our brother and our sister. And our neighbors. This is why Jesus, when asked about what's the first and greatest commandment, says the first is love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love for the Lord invariably results in love and concern for our neighbors. So 
a whole cry of Maranatha is one, yes, eager anticipation for eternity in the presence of the Lord, but simultaneously recognizing that the Lord has planted us in the earth right now for this time to be his hands and feet, to be a, a mechanism through which his gospel is proclaimed until he returns or until he calls us home. And the Apostle Paul is a great example of that. In Philippians chapter 1, he talks about how I, I'm, I'm torn between the two considerations. I want to be in the presence of the Lord, but it's better for you if I'm here. And I don't know which I should choose for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. A whole cry of Maranatha includes the believer yearning to be in the presence of the Lord, but also recognizing that our same Lord has ordained for us to be on the earth, on this side of eternity for now, so that we can be his hands and feet and proclaim the gospel and make disciples as much and as effectively as possible until he says the time is up. Um, uh, Abe, I'm sorry. I, I missed everything you said after you read John 17. <laughs> Could you repeat that? That's oh, a, wow. No, listen, listen. That's fantastic. <laughs> and I hear you saying that, and I, again, I don't want to put words in your mouth because I, I loved your uh, message yesterday morning, it was powerful, that Christians need to consider that the time that God gives us here is to be spent being salt and light and to be careful that we don't just spend our time here learning to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, but to love our neighbors ourselves. I, I, I said to someone one time who was talking about Christians should not be involved in politics or the culture. And they were talking about the fact that they were homeschooling their children so that they would not be subjected to all this homosexual propaganda, et cetera. And I said to them, so you don't care if your neighbor's kids are subjected to it? Because that's what I heard them saying. We're going to protect mm. our kids. We're not going to go to battle for the kids down the street because they're not part of our tribe. Christians. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's that's part of what drives AFA, right? That's right. I mean, First John is how can you love the Lord who you don't see if you don't love your neighbor who you, who you do see? Right. It it is in, in in my my response in referring to John seventeen is that a whole cry of Maranatha cannot be a self centered escapist cry of Maranatha. Right. Yes. You know, things are so bad, Lord, get me out of here. Mm. But what about the people who the Lord has ordained for me to reach? Who, what about my family members who are not yet believers? What about my neighbors who are not yet believers? Do I have no care or concern for them at all? And I would I would assert that the scripture would object to that, that there's no way you can have a, a right heart disposition to the Lord with, that is completely oblivious or even worse, callous toward the concerns of your neighbor. And it, and it should, and you know that, you know, I'm a homeschooler, but we homeschool our children not to absent them from the world, but to train them and fortify them to be the most effective ambassadors for Christ as possible to engage in the world Amen. until the Lord said, that, said their time is up. What, I, what I'm saying is it is what you're saying, that in order to to embrace our position as being in members of the eternal family of God, it simultaneously requires us to embrace the reality that the same God that we're saying we love with all that we are has ordained for us to be salt and light. They're not separate. There's no way they can be separated. And and this is, as I said earlier, best exemplified in the Apostle Paul. You know, I, I think there's another element in this, Abe, in that the world is looking at us. When times are good, when we're not facing difficulty, uh, it's easy for us to say praise the Lord, yeah. but the, I think the world Amen, the world really looks at us when things are tough, 
And they say, okay, now, Christian, how are you going to react to that? Right. Are you going to run right. and hide? Are you going to put up the white flag? Are you just going to sit yeah. in the corner and not say anything? They are looking for us to speak up, not out of a self-righteous motivation, but that you really believe in your heart that God's word is God's word, that uh, we have a Jesus who's coming back, and he is going to set things right. And in the meantime, I'm going to be a soldier for him, and that involves speaking up. Mm, right. And and the speaking up is out of, as I said earlier, an eternity-based love and compassion. Yes. Because the reality is we believe what the Word of God teaches. To, to your point earlier, Ed, if we have a society that's inundated with sexual deviancy and indoctrination, guess what the consequences of that are? Eternal damnation. Right. It's not just uh, this is not my preferred sociopolitical ideological perspective. No, the consequences are if people do not understand God's righteous and holy standards and do not embrace God's righteous and holy standards, the consequences are grave. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Yes. And because of the love of God being shed abroad in our hearts, we and, and this is, I, I believe, appropriate to even say during Shareathon, which is why, you know, we're inviting people to join us and provide resources to allow this ministry to continue because we are engaging because we truly believe eternity hangs in the balance. It's not just that this is our preferred social prerogative. The reality is if a society embraces what the Lord declares to be abominable, the consequences are eternal separation forever. Right. Forever. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that's Abe Hamilton. Uh, uh, Brother Abe, thank you so much, and we look forward to your show this afternoon from 5 to 6 o'clock. I'll be with you at 5.30. Folks, hey. tune in right. to uh, the Hamilton Corner because you'll be drinking out of a fire hose just like we were <laughs> for the last 15 minutes. That is at 5 p.m. Central Time on American Family Radio. Thank you, Abe. Appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay. I'm, Ed, that's powerful. Yeah, Ed, you can help me here perhaps – but there have been secular historians that have looked at the fall of nations yes, and what characteristics are in place when you see a nation fail. Was it Samuelson? I'm no, I, it, it, this was, uh, I wrote a, a couple of articles on yeah. this for the AFA Journal, now known as The Stand. Mm. Uh, it was uh, the research uh, of J.D. Unwin, who's a British anthropologist, and Peter M. Sorokin, who was the founder of the sociology department at Harvard. They they studied over 80 uh, tribes, nations, civilizations, empires, and they did this independently. Mm-hmm. These two men were atheists. They were not Christians. And they studied how cultures prosper, how they decay, and how they die. This is, it, it's mind-blowing. Yes. Okay? The, the conclusions at which they arrived, they said— and, and one of them, Sorokin, the founder of the sociology department at Harvard University, he said this happened with such regularity, it was monotonous as he studied it. He said, when a culture embraces monogamy in marriage between a man and a woman, they prosper. Yes. When they move away from that, the sexual rules always get become lax. The culture begins to decay. Yeah. Now, to the point of American Family Association, American Family Radio, both of these gentlemen dis- discovered that a culture that begins to decay can recover if something happens. And they said there is always a layer in society of people who remember the old ways that led to greatness. Mm-hmm. And they said if those people, while the culture is decaying, will remember those old ways – 
remind the culture of those old ways and not embrace the decadence mm-hmm. that oftentimes when the uh, society goes off the rails, people will turn back to that group yeah. and they will ask them, what was it you were saying? They said these people, that layer, have to be willing to suffer persecution and even violence while the country's partying, while the culture is partying, and stick to the truth. And if they do that, a culture can recover. When I when I read that, this is about ten years ago. When I wrote this, read I read their books. Mm-hmm. I almost came out of my skin. Yeah, because it sounded like they were saying just like Jesus said about being salt and light. And they were atheists. And they were atheists. <laughs> I know. So it's Christians, you cannot join the party. Mm. You cannot embrace the lies. You have to remain salt and light. Keep your saltiness. If you lose that saltiness, these secular researchers said, like Jesus said, you're good for nothing but to be thrown out into the street. Yeah. And that's what we do here at American Family Association. Amen. American Family Radio. I just wanted to bring that up because I remember you talking about it, and it is, it's amazing to me. These are atheists, and they found out God's word is true. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. And the way God has created mankind to live and to thrive mm-hmm. is found right in the book. Yeah. You got to do it according to the architect. Yes. And if you don't do that, uh, then the society is going to fail. And that's what we're about, Tim. Amen. Preach it, fellas. Yeah. Listen, I right. get fired up about okay. this kind of thing. All right. You're listening to Sherathon on American Family Radio. And we're going to be here till noon. That is, we, the four of us. At which time uh, Bishop Jackson will come along. Are you going to? I Yeah, I leave for an hour and come back That's with right. Bishop Jackson. Yeah. Uh, it's Jackson and Jackson. It's kind of a law firm. <laughs> Jackson and Jackson. <laughs> or a bakery or something. It's or all something. Of the variety. <laughs> yeah. We have fun with that. Uh, yeah. Fred and, and EW uh, mm-hmm. will be on from noon to 1 o'clock Central Time. So uh, Steve Jordahl will come in uh, at 11 o'clock. So like in nine minutes. All right, uh, Sherathon it is. If you want to make a gift, here's the number. Be as generous as you possibly can. And we have a match going on now until noon. Until central. noon. So we got a, a central time. Here's, the, so here's, the, here's the number if you want to double your giving. Uh, 877-616-2396. If you want to call in right now and make a gift to American Family Radio, I'm seeing our our folks out there. Well, by out there, I mean, <clears throat> I'm looking through glass here in our studios to where they're answering the phone. That's right. what I'm talking about. Uh, eight, the phone number to reach us here and call these fine folks who are answering the phone for us, 877-616-2396. They can take your pledge over the phone. Chris, next story. Well, this one uh, I think may excite some people. Um you think we, so, Chris? Well, I certainly <laughs> I could bring up masks, but I'm going to let Steve bring that one in. Um, you know, from time to time, we talk about stories where uh, companies go woke. Maybe they're training employees that you're a hater and, you know, CRT kind of mm-hmm. stuff or whatnot. Mm-hmm. On occasion, on occasion, there are stories that hit the news cycle where a former executive says, you know what, this is ridiculous. Companies can't keep doing that stuff. In the news today is a former McDonald's chief executive officer. This guy invented the chicken McNugget. It's not <laughs> fake news. That's what the headline says in the article. Uh, but uh, Ed Renzi, who served as the CEO of McDonald's from 1991 to 1997, has set up a new group 
to fight back against woke corporations, and he hopes to buy enough Bank of American shares to formally propose that firm scraps its staff CRT training. Wow. That's a story you're not going to hear on NPR, no matter how much government funding they get. Uh, listen, I am excited about that, but I am more excited to learn that that's the guy who invented the chicken McNugget. <laughs> Here lies Ed. He yes. invented the McNugget. <laughs> so hey, that's good news, though. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, somebody who's been in the top levels of the corporate world recognizes what's going on. They're going to fight back against the wokeness, which includes the critical race theory and mm-hmm. – all the, you know, gender confusion uh, mess that uh, right. the far left is pushing and other things as well. So good for him. What's his name? Ed Renzi, if I'm saying his last name correctly. So how's he going to do that exactly? As he said, he's going he's gonna to encourage people to, like our guest yesterday. Shareholders. Buy shares yeah. of companies and then go to the shareholder meeting and that yes. kind of thing. And speak yeah. up. We have interviewed uh, a guy for a number of years. Uh, I've been here almost 12 years, and I've been interviewing this gentleman for a long time, but a guy named Justin Danhoff and an organization called the National Center for Public Policy Research. They have shares in a lot of companies, just one or two, enough to get to the boardroom shareholder meeting to you know raise questions, to vote on stuff. And So there are people out there, like our guest yesterday, Jerry Boyer, that do this, but as Justin Danhoff has told me for a long time now, there's only one of me. There's a whole lot of woke people out there that are getting all these companies to move further yeah. to the left, and we need more people out there doing that. There's also one of there's also one of, of, of Elon Musk. Yes, right. And and uh, he's about to buy Twitter. It appears, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, good for him. Yes, because he is for free speech mm-hmm. and on Twitter, whereas Twitter has been used by the left to s- squash free speech from conservatives on many, many, many occasions. Yeah, I, I so. was just I was going to say, I, I think that the woke crowd has had a real run here over the last two or three years, mm-hmm. right. uh, maybe four years. They've had a real run, but I think that's because middle America has been very quiet. Right. But now, oddly enough, the Disney thing may have, may have kind of yeah. sparked a lot yeah. of it, but certainly some of the things that have been happening in schools – that has tuned people in to the messages coming from these boardrooms. And so these companies are going to find out that they have alienated a big chunk of the uh, consumer-driven public, and it would be best for them if they remain neutral. You know, Tim, that has always been what AFA has right. encouraged countries, uh, uh, companies to be. You, just have, you, don't have to, you don't have to side with us. Just remain neutral mm-hmm. in this and let people – kind of argue this out without throwing your economic weight around. You know, you mentioned Elon Musk. Here's what he said about Netflix. He says the woke mind virus, that's what he calls it. The woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable. And we've done the story this week about the subscribers to Netflix. Mm-hmm. 200,000 have left them yeah. just in, in recent days. Major problems yes. stock wise and everything. But he calls it the woke mind virus. Now uh, he's, he's the richest man in the world. I think now. Well, supposedly. Yeah. Multi, multi, multi billionaire. And uh, so this is what he says. The left, and he's not a conservative, Elon Musk, on many of the issues, but the left is going nuts against him right yes. now. They are going absolutely nuts against him because he's saying the things he is about Twitter. Twitter has to be a place where all views are accepted. You know and- what? You know why they're going crazy? 
because they want the radical left to control all social media. Yeah, they don't want Period. free speech. That's right. Yeah, that's the bottom line. And they, you know, they, they accuse conservatives of being um, uh, putting democracy in jeopardy. Yes. They are the ones that are putting democracy right. in jeopardy because know, they want to shut... letting everyone speak. That's right. I don't know how they miss that. <laughs> well, right. I guess their definition of yeah. what democracy is yeah. is different than most other people. Next story, Chris. Uh, I do have some uh, good news involving gas prices. All right, uh, Chris. Today's national average for a gallon of regular gasoline is $4.12, which is by no means a bargain. The good news is that's down from four twenty-five a month ago when prices were steadily rising. So prices have, are falling. I haven't paid four bucks anywhere. Oh, we pay, pay below average price here in Mississippi. Praise God. We do. But, but, but for diesel, which I have a, a, a VW, mm -hmm. um, a 2014 VW Passat that's diesel, and I was paying close to five bucks a gallon oh, yeah. for it. Now, yeah. it has come down a little bit, but now my understanding is prices are supposed to go back up, aren't they, they as the summer gets here? Yes, sir. Uh, generally, they do go up uh, as we approach uh, the summer months, Even right. and I'm including June in that. Most, yeah. June is technically still in the spring up until a certain point, but it's summer. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, prices do go up in the summer months because more people are hitting the road. Um, well, that's supply and demand there, right? It is. Yeah. And, you know, Normal. Biden is still going to blame it on Putin. So Normal. Um, so... The good news is you don't have to take out a loan today to fill up your car for the next week. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, I wasn't trying to be a wet blanket there. Oh we'll no, we'll take a drop in price anywhere we can sure. get it. Yeah, diesel is uh, diesel is still uh, very painful right now. I drive a diesel fuel card myself. Uh, the the concern there is all of that cost from let's say a truck delivering food. That's passing down to the consumer. So right. whatever you are saving on your own personal vehicle, you're you're paying back right for your food. Never fear don't worry biden is looking worldwide <laughs> for gasoline that can help us that out easter bunny is on the case bring out, bring, <laughs> yes they can bring our Infamous. prices down he just doesn't know where to look right yeah, where he's not looking is in the ground in the united states of america <laughs> right. yeah you just bingoed fred uh we shall return momentarily with more of today's issues on american family radio we'll give you an update of where we are we got six hours seven hours left for our spring share so if you haven't already, call and get on board. Faith, family, 